Hello and welcome, Joshua. It's been too long. It's been far too long. It's been like the road to Viridian City, some would say. Which I tackled at this point months ago. You went on a trip with your husband to your hometown. That's right. I went to Seattle and Bainbridge Island and Montana. Ooh, what'd you guys do in Montana? We hung out in a house in the middle of Glacier National Park, and we did some hiking and fishing. I saw you guys caught some little fishies. Yeah, we got 30 between us. Trying to cop my lifestyle? Yeah. Because I... that's kind of my thing, fish and, and water-type Pokemon, and you're like, I feel it creeping in now. Yeah, I was looking for some Magikarp. <laughs> um, I don't know what that is because I currently don't have a Magikarp on my team. Interesting. Let's get into it. Welcome to Experience Share, a Pokemon podcast. My name is Heatraner Greenring, and I'm joined by my co-host, Joshua Fialotad. Okay. Like Politoed? Lotad. Lotad. Okay. Fielstad, Lotad, Fielotad. Hey, that's an improvement over Slackhoth. Slack, Josh, <laughs> let me tell you. Yours is so hard. There's so many Pokemon that have an A-N in their name, which can be easily converted to, to Tanner. But your name is really tough, Joshua Fielstad. There's three workable syllables there, Josh, Fiel, and Stad, and they're all tough. Well, think about living with that name for your whole <laughs> well, life. You could have done what I did when I got married, which is change your last name to something more palatable. We thought about it. There's no, when, especially when the other name we're working with is Finger, there's no clean way of doing it. I disagree because we're in the exact same situation where my wife had a perfectly normal like it was just an english word her last name was green and my last name was the scandinavian bullshit ringerud and then we found a way to make them into a clean tidy last name which is green ring you have the scandinavian bullshit name in your family and bobby had the simple english word name finger there's probably a way to do it finger stud oh no that finger stud is bad finger we could do Fienger. Fienger was an idea. It's an idea. We agree that finger stud is bad, though, right? That's uh, very bad. <laughs> the implications aren't great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, this is a Pokemon podcast. It's been some time since we talked last because Josh decided to go like gallivanting across the country. You're leaving on Sunday for Sweden. That's right. And London. London. Yeah, and I will be playing some Pokemon along the way, getting ready for, I guess, the Sword and Shield landscape over there with London. And that's what you're going to London for, is to kind of get an edge on Sword and Shield, see what's out there, see if you can get like a competitive advantage on me. Absolutely. I got to scout it out. I got to know where all those Pokemon are coming from. <laughs> Do you see this, the new Weezing, the Galarian Weezing this week, where he's got the little top hat smokestack situation and an old-timey mustache and he looks so cool he's dapper 
both heads have this little, these big smokestack top hat hats, top hats. And he's got this funny little green mustache, and the little head has a funny little green mustache and beard. I thought it was a little too nice of them that they managed to twist it into like he's purifying the air rather than spouting out pollutants, because we all know that's what the Industrial Revolution is all about. Is that their game here? They're saying that he's he's cleaning the air? That's right. But this is like turn-of-the-century England, isn't it? Yeah, it was all bad, but they're trying to say it was good. The The biggest polluting period in like human history it's what kicked it all off wheezing would be right at home there and coughing i guess is the argument they're trying to make is that the galarian coughing wheezing rather evolved in order to absorb all of those pollutants and that's why they're probably running amok everywhere these fucking libs <laughs> i tell you what give them an inch they take a mile <laughs> all right so this week and by this week i mean this month we were tasked with getting to Vermilion City. That's right. And defeating LT Surge or Lieutenant Surge. Well, we did what you had already done previously when you had you had a undying ambition to get the old rod. I meanwhile experienced the underground tunnel. For the first time, your virgin eyes beheld the underground tunnel. Yeah, I, I went through it a couple of times because I recalled from the updated versions that you can find discarded items. And in fact, one of the, I think the trainer is a lass. She goes, oh, people leave items on the ground. And you can't find any of them. In the later versions, you can. Why does she say that? She's some sort of a troll. Like a succubus. Yeah, I hated that. She wants you to believe that there's shit down there and you spend so long looking for stuff. I went down there two or three times. Can I tell you my journey over the last month? Of course. Here's what I did. Not pick up the game until an hour before we recorded. <laughs> and then classic. spent a, a feverish hour ignoring my wife and infant son <laughs> so that I could defeat the SS Anne and defeat Lieutenant Surge. But I got it done. Excellent. <sighs> Josh, I can't... I don't know how to express this to you. I've never felt more at home and more safe and more cared for than I did when I found my people on the SSN. Oh, all those sailors? I was just surrounded by fishermen and sailors and water-type Pokemon, and I felt so at home. And I was like, if I could, I would set up camp here in the SSN and have this be my, my home base. And you still have an ambition to be a Misty-type gym leader, or now do you want to be, you just want to be a captain? I just want to have water-type Pokemon, and how that manifests and the kind of personality I take on and whatever my sprite ends up looking like is TBD, but these burly sailors felt like home. It felt right, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can see that, definitely. So... This is my new ambition, is to maybe be the captain of the SSN. The captain of the SSN was kind of disappointing, because he's this, like, snivelly wiener who gets seasick easily. It seems like he sort of fell upwards. Yeah. He didn't seem very talented. He knows cut, which was great. Important. But otherwise, he's barfing into a garbage can. He seemingly doesn't have any Pokemon. He puts up no fight. You don't even battle him. You don't no. even battle him. No. And that's and if I were the captain of the SSN, and when I am the captain of the SSN, 
I will make it my duty to make people really earn that cut, HM. I would hope so. He's giving it away for free. What do we give him, like a massage or something? Yeah, you rub his shoulders. And that doesn't even make sense for what would relieve seasickness, by the way. No, it's not 1998 anymore, you know? It's 2019. We're not randomly rubbing stranger shoulders anymore. Pop an Alka-Seltzer into his glass of water over there and be done with it. Or fire him! Fire him! This he doesn't belong in a boat. Captain needs to nut up or shut up. Let's get Captain Mr. Squirt at the helm. And I don't know if there's a way, maybe one of our listeners, the bug catchers, can do this. I don't know how, but if you can hack a ROM somehow to put Mr. Squirt in a place of power on the SSN as Captain Mr. Squirt with his current team, and you have to beat him to earn cut to in order to beat Lieutenant Surge, that would be ideal. It's a little tricky because my Pokemon are over-leveled, I think, for the point in the game I'm at. I'm sure they still are. All of a sudden, you're going to be facing level 28 Wartortle, which is like a full eight levels higher than everyone else on SSAN. But whatever, this is my ambition. I want to see Captain Mr. Squirt, head of the SSAN. It's fine with me as long as I'm getting free rides. And you will, yes. And remind me what your Pokemon trainer's name is. Well, I'm Joshua. Okay. Some would say, good Josh, cool. It's remarkably similar to my rival's name. We don't know. Bad Josh. uh, Yeah. I've heard of him. Who I faced off against again this week. He was the only one on SSN who could throw down at all. He gave you a little trouble. I mean, I still tossed him overboard, but he at least had a sporting chance. I liked that he finally evolved his garbage Abra into a Kadabra. Yeah. Mysteriously one level below the level it actually evolves at because it was level 15. That is weird. Not sure. What's his secret? He pulled that one off. That is weird, and and it makes me wonder if he's up to no good. He also, in my version of the game, had a new Pokemon, and one of his Pokemon had evolved into an Ivysaur. Oh, yeah. And his Ivysaur was quite handsome, I have to say. Yeah, the Ivysaur sprite in the first generation is very fetching. I liked it, and I was like, maybe I made a mistake, but then I decided, no, of course not. I'm Mr. Squirt. As handsome as I think this Ivysaur is, like, I've got a mission. I'm going to make it to the end of the game with an all-water-type Pokemon cast. It seems like you're tracking pretty well. Well, I've got two, and they're both severely overpowered right now. Well, should we do the level check? Yeah, sure. You can open. It seems like you have a level 28 Wartortle, for one thing. So I actually didn't do a ton of leveling over this last session. I really focused all my energy into one Pokemon. Oh, the Magikarp, formerly known as Magikarp. So what I've decided to do is clear out some of the scrubs in my team. So I'm currently rocking a four-person team. Wow. Just leaving the other two empty. Yeah, no need. Wow, Renegade. They were essentially empty anyway. I have a level 24 Gyarados named Oberon. It's pretty good. He's beautiful. And he's and I taught him a bunch of cool TM moves like Body Slam, and he's so good, and he's unstoppable, and he made mincemeat of Lieutenant Surge. I have a level 28 
war turtle named Jean Baptiste. I think he only maybe went up a level or two since last time you saw him. I think he only leveled up twice, which is very reasonable. Yep. I have a level 23 Nito Queen, Nito Ran. Great. Named Lucian. And then I have an HM slave named Philippe, who's a Beedrill. Yeah, that makes sense for Beedrill. I have an HM slave as well, although it's a Paris. Philippe knows Cut, and I'm, I think he's probably capable of learning a couple other moves like Fly. I don't know about Fly. I don't think... He's a bee. He's a bee. They, bees don't have... They got weak, thin wings. He's a bee. If he doesn't know Fly, what... Okay. Although I do think Beedrill is what, like three feet tall or something? Let's see. Three feet, three inches. That's terrifying for a bee. It's a big bee. I'm Googling best HM slave Pokemon Blue. Do we like the term HM slave? Because it feels a little ishy saying it. It's not great. It's better than the other option. At least back when I was banging, they were always called. And this is not my quote, obviously. Just historically speaking, they were called HM whores. Okay. And I've also heard HM B words. So none of them are good. We could come up with our uh, new one. So I'm, I just quickly Googled best HM slave Pokemon Gen 1. Here's what everyone's saying. What do we got? I need to get something called a Mew. Well. Because Mew can learn <laughs> cut, fly, surf, strength, and flash. I mean, you know you're familiar with Mew. We talked about. Yeah. He has the genetic material of all Pokemon. Right. However. So where can I get a Mew? You can't get him without a Game Shark, I think. Wait, how are you supposed to catch all 151 Pokemon then? Well, technically, he is not counted. In order to get the certificate at the end of the game, you only need 150. <sighs> I, I vow to you now that I'm getting a Mew. There are all those theories about how to get him where actually one of them is takes place on SSN, as I recall. They claim that there's a dock where you can push a truck and then under it like Mew comes out and challenges you to a battle huh. but it's debunked there's no way to actually get Mew in the game without hacking it cheating yeah okay so if you want to be a cheater then that's fine maybe whichever bug trainer hacks Mr. Squirt to be the captain of the SSAN can also like make a hacked version of the game where we are able to catch Mew because I need a good HM slave I think let's just call them HM HM friends. Yeah, HM friends. That's nice. Nobody could have right? a problem with that. Right. So my HM friend right now at the moment is Beedrill, but I'm willing to and ready to ditch him at a moment's notice as soon as I get this Mew. I mean, the thing is, if and when you get a Mew, you would never want to unload a bunch of HMs, which are mostly trash other than strength and surf onto Mew because Mew is one of two Joshua. most powerful Pokemon in the game. I have zero use for Mew as a water-type trainer. Oh, right. Outside of being my HM friend. I forgot about that. So if I can get my hands on a Mew, and when I do get my hands on a Mew, he's absolutely going to be dedicated to being my HM friend. That's your prerogative. But I'm also seeing that 
Crabby slash Kingler is a good option. So that might be what I have to go with as a water type Pokemon trainer. Yeah, Kingler is the final form is an interesting option, actually. He can learn Cut, Surf, and Strength. He's got this killer move, Crab Hammer, is his like special. That'll be my fourth move. What's your team looking like these days? Well, we had a number of developments that I think will be interesting. And I think I've kind of caught up for the most part other than new blood in here. So I have a Nidoqueen now. Ooh. Yeah, I evolved Nidorina because Nidorina gets maybe bite at level 30 something and bite's good, but it's not enough to hold out that long. But Nidoqueen specifically learns body slam. How do you evolve Nidorina into Nidoqueen? A Moonstone. Okay, I think I have one of those. Yeah, you definitely have at least one. So you're telling me I should evolve her to get some some good moves. Body slam's great. Pretty soon she's going to be irrelevant because I'm not going to need non-water types on my team. Well, that's true. But you're going to need the evolution in order to fill out your Pokédex anyway. That's true. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So we have NATO Queen Elizabeth, who ascended uh, to the throne. Much like Elizabeth I on uh, November 1558. And he does know that. So this is something you need to know, bug trainers, is Josh is an Anglophile. And Queen Elizabeth I is my favorite monarch. I'm not a monarchist, but she's the best one. See that? Oh, there we go. Real time. Real time evolution. And you're witnessing it now, bug trainers. Wow. The NATO Queen's got a good sprite in this game also. She looks burly. You don't want to mess with her. Here's what I'm seeing about Nido Queen's sprite, and if this is not too gross to comment on. It's got bazongas. Yeah, and it looks like she has a brazier. Yeah, and it looks like she's wearing a brazier over her bazongas. Definitely. And is that normal, or is that just my Nido Queen? Well, as we've discussed, a number of Pokemon, unfortunately, grow... Genitalia? Appendages that look like human clothing and i hate it okay and i don't like that either hers i think is a little more fetching i mean my favorite pokemon polyrath i'm gonna have to deal with it polyrath looks great but he grows human gloves but he looks good under under the circumstances okay so you got your nido queen what that's that's all you've told me so far yeah so then we have bodica which is now a gloom unfortunately Ugh. you sent me a picture She's well on her way to being a vile plume, and vile plume looks dope. Yeah, you sent me a picture. It was disgusting. It really grossed me out. The drool is very bad. Yeah, it's so gross. It's so gross. Then Litzard, Charmeleon, nothing too substantial. Level twenty. Okay, and so you're just not dedicated to the the char lifestyle. No, I am, but Budika was my MVP in this game because we were on SSN, so she's smoking all these water types with Absorb. She's putting them to sleep. She's stunning them. They don't know what's happening. Yep. And then Lieutenant Surge, uh, electric attacks are weak against grass. So this was her moment. Right. Then we have Brian, the former Spiro. Brian is, I'm pleased to announce, now a Firo, level 21. Okay, beautiful. And then Churchill, the level 21 Pikachu. 
doing very well because now he has Thunderbolt, the TM from Lieutenant Surge. So Churchill is breaking out. Thunderbolt was a move that I fucking hated fighting Lieutenant Surge, by the way. Yeah. It sucked. Like, I made quick work of that dude, except for, like, he kept fucking paralyzing me with Thunderbolt, and it sucked. I think Thunderbolt barely even arguably is the best electric move in in this generation in particular. Thunder does the most damage, but it has 70% accuracy, I think, whereas Thunderbolt's, like, 95, maybe even 100. Okay, that's too dorky. <laughs> At what point, and I noticed as I was fighting Lieutenant Surge that he had both a Chew, Pikachu, and his last Pokemon, a Raichu. That's right. And at what point does Churchill make the jump? Have you decided? I'm not sure yet. Because you, you need to get your hands on a Thunderstone first, right? Do we know where we get our first Thunderstone in this game? You can't get any of the evolutionary stones until Celadon City other than Moonstone, and you buy them at that big department store. Okay. He will be a Pikachu for a number more levels. Okay. And then finally, we have another announcement, which is that Lana Del Rey is no longer part of the main core team. Oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? At the moment... She has been replaced with John Major, the Paris, who is my HM friend, named after... John Mayer, your favorite (laughs) singer-songwriter. Far from it. He is a wonderland. (laughs) Far from it. John Major. Is John Major that dude who, like, stormed the the beaches with like a, a broadsword in like World War II? No, he wishes. He was just this lame kind of dorky conservative prime minister in uh in the 90s after I think after Thatcher and he's bespeckled, he's sort of lame and that's how I feel about Paris as well. Okay, and he's your HM friend. Right. And he's only here because we're using cut all the time, but I caught an Abra, which I'm very excited about. Okay. The Abra is level 8. Abra is named Lord Gort. Okay. And Lord Gort is known as the man who led the evacuation from Dunkirk. Oh, beautiful movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the movie. Uh, I named him that because uh, he teleports and he's always escaping and no one knows what's Uh, going on. So good. And I think an Alakazam that's named Lord will be festive. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking, though, for you and your sort of British history stuff is Lord Earl Grey, whom the T is named after, is the the Brit who's responsible for freeing, for, for abolishing slavery in England. That's a good one. Whichever HM friend comes along to banish your HM slave, it might need to be named Earl, Earl Grey. I'll keep that in mind. Okay. Tell me about your journey on the SSN. You know, for the most part, it was kind of a pleasure cruise. I didn't really encounter anyone who gave me any big problems. Like I said, Boudica, I think at the beginning was an oddish. She became a gloom over the course of toasting all of these fishermen and gentlemen and these these upper crust passengers. Disgusting. There were a bunch of weirdos on the, the boat. These, like, guys, these, like, sniveling sort of, like, besuited men in top hats. 
Yeah, and they all have like their own rooms and they don't want to be bothered, but they've got all these precious items sitting around in there. I'm like, well, obviously I'm going to take that. They either have their own rooms or they share rooms with like boys. Yeah, there are a lot of boys, young women. It was troubling. It was a troubling scene on the SSN. What kind of cruise is this? Well, I mean, that's why you need to take it over. This captain's obviously got a few screws loose. Yeah, it's when I take over, when Mr. Squirt becomes captain, it's going to be called a Pokemon cruise, and the whole thing is you bring your Pokemon, and there's no fighting, and everyone just relaxes. And we take our cruise ship over to whatever England is called, or Alola or whatever. Oh, the Alolan Islands. That would be wonderful. I'd love to take that trip. Sign me up. I guess it's been, I, I guess there was the whole journey down from Misty to Lieutenant Surge that I forgot about, because I actually did it last time in order to get my hands on Oberon. Right. Did you have a good journey down? You you obviously met the um, the daycare attendant. Yeah, I dropped off Jigglypuff there. Okay. Are you ever going to go collect? I'm going to go get Jigglypuff pretty soon, probably. I, I think, in fact, before we do our next part, I'll probably pick her up. Yep. I probably will evolve her to a Wigglytuff right after I get her out of there. Great. And that's crucial to your team, huh? I don't think I'm going to have one. I thought about it, although the name is fun and they're very cute. And then you made your way down. Yeah, Route 6 was pretty casual. There was like the boyfriend-girlfriend trainers, which I didn't love. It felt like they were inviting you into their lovemaking, you know? It was disturbing. Like, I don't know what kink this is you guys have, but, like, <laughs> please do not include me, you know? I didn't sign up for this. I'm trying to be a Pokemon master, not some sort of weird sex master. Right. And we wouldn't allow that on Mr. Squirt's SSN. No Pokemon sex allowed. They've got enough of that. We need to clean it up. And then you got down to Lieutenant Search. I don't know if you did this, but... I spent a good amount of time on Route 11, which is the one that links up with that series of piers that I was talking about. It's beneath Lavender Town, but you can't go any further because there's a big fat Snorlax passed out. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Is there any good Mon down there? There is Drowsy. I caught him or her. There's Ekans in red. I'm not sure what you have. Uh, We don't have Ekans. I don't know what we have. But I went over there. There's a fair number of trainers. So you should check it out. That's where I got some levels. How do you get there? Um, it's to the east of Vermilion. You go by Diglett Cave. Uh, I did spend some time in Diglett Cave. I also went into Diglett Cave. Did you catch a Diglett? I caught a Diglett and a Doug Trio. I caught a Doug Trio too. I wasn't expecting it, but it came out there. It was level 31. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some, like, high-level Pokemon in there. I was trying to use Bodica to put it to sleep so that I could capture it, and it would kept digging. Yeah, that's annoying. And then I would swap out Brian because then it doesn't affect him because he's a bird, and then I'd swap Bodica back in, and it went on for a good, I would say, five, five to seven minutes before I caught that thing. Went through, like, 15 Pokeballs. Right. Yeah, I caught both of those. I'm, I'm well on my way to a complete, a complete Pokedex. Well, how many do you have? I think last time I checked, I had 40, I had spotted 40, and I had caught 20. Okay, so I've caught 27. Wow. Well, the, you went on that route to the east, which I have not encountered yet. That's true. I also had a, 
I had like three evolutions in this last interlude. Well, I guess I'm at I guess I'm at 21 now since I I live on air evolved my Nido. Right, you're catching up. Don't rest. Just don't close your eyes and don't rest on your laurels because I'm right there. I'm right there behind you. Oh, I got some tricks up my sleeve. I got some tricks in these Pokeballs. Gross. Don't say that ever again. I was just trying it out. We're going to have to have catchphrases at some point. That won't be mine. It didn't take. I was curious if you had any thoughts on the inhabitants of Vermilion City. Um, seem like good, honest folks, salt, salt of the earth kind of types. Yeah, it looks like it's kind of a, it's having a resurgence. They're building a new building. I saw Machop stomping around out there. If you saw that. I gotta say, I don't like Machop, and I don't like that entire evolutionary line. I have to tell you, my friend, I will almost certainly end up having a Machamp one of these days. Ugh, disgusting. Your Pokemon, it's like, it's, a, it's like all pervert Pokemon on your team. <laughs> It's Gloom and Machomp and Machamp. Well, Gloom is going to be a beautiful Vileplume eventually. I've seen Machop in, like, Pokemon Go, and they've really done a lot with his character model to make him seem a little less gross. But in this game, he's got those, like, ribs. He's gross in this one. Machamp? It looks like gills. Machoke looks also even worse. They're even more They're exposed. They're all gross. They're all gross. Machamp has that kind of weird beak. I don't like any of them, man. I'm looking at them now, and I just don't like any of them. So many of these Pokemons make me feel unsettled in a way that I'm just, like, not into. <laughs> and you've decided to, like, dedicate your team to those Pokemon, so well, congrats. Like, you've got the edge. You've got the psychological edge when we do face off after the fifth gym as rivals. Like, it's going to be, like, trainer, Mr. Squirt, flinched because I'm just like, ugh. Like, get that away from me. I just pick the best, and they're not all as aesthetically appealing as they could be, although I would say I think Alakazam is sort of wrongly being put into your pervert camp. He's got that mustache. It's just a Pokemon that loves his spoons. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Remind me, you need my help, right, getting an Alakazam? And I'm willing to offer you an Oddish, which I believe was part of our deal. Or an Ekans, Here's what I'm thinking now, though. I'm not interested in Ekans, and I'm frankly not interested in Oddish. Here's what I would like. I encountered a Pokemon on the SSN that I thought was stunning. Stunningly beautiful. Go on. And I don't don't believe I have access to it, and it's called Arcanine. And it's this beautiful little, like, tiger puppy. And that's what I want now. And And I will do your bidding, and I will give you your disgusting mustache spoon <laughs> pervert but first i demand an arcanine well i can trade you a growlithe i'm not going to put in the work to get an arcanine arcanine fine. is another That's fine. one that evolves from a stone firestone i'm not investing all that growlithe is fine growlithe is fine i need it for my decks anyway i can get you a growlithe but i saw this arcanine and i was like yes please that is what i want it's very good dog and i can only have it for so long until i reach the fifth gym and then i have to give it up one for you and one for me. That is my fee for evolving your Kadabra. It's a fair deal. I will accept it. In fact, I normally, if I didn't have a Charmander line, I would usually go for an Arcanine as my fire type. 
if I have a fire type. Is it just two evolutions with that line? It's just Growlithe Arcanine. That's it. Okay. All right. So we faced off against Lieutenant Surge. It felt great. We both whooped his sweet behind. Went through a bunch of trash to find our way in there. Oh, that sucked, by the way, and I hated that. It took me forever to figure it out, and I was, as I said earlier, on the wire, <laughs> desperately trying to like get to Lieutenant Surge so I could come over here and record. And it's like he's ha he has me digging through trash. Well, you have to defeat his minions to get the tips about where the switches are. I automatically ignore everything anyone says to me in any of these games. <laughs> well, they have the secrets. Which is that the other well, switches to the right you of find the first one, one, and then the one is right next to it, right? That's right. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that the gentleman in there served with Surge in the war, but kind of going back to that conspiracy theory that there was some kind of giant war that wiped out a generation of young men, including our dads. Yeah, our dads. Right. R.I.P. They must fight with Pokemon in wars in this country, in this reality, right? Lieutenant Surge talked about how he used electric Pokemon in the war. So it kind of goes against the idea that guns were banned as a result of that war. It's like, well, y'all were already using Pokemon in the war. So what? Right. I don't know. Did guns not exist? Maybe they just never invented them. Could be. They don't need them. I've got a fucking dude on my team who like shoots bullets out of his like his the cannons he's grown out of his back so you will once you have blastoise next gym celadon city we've got a little bit of a, a jaunt here because that snorlax is blocking the path south and then what do we even do about that i think we have to go back up to cerulean city and then we go we use cut with our hm friends and then we go through i think route 10 route 9 and 10 and then that will get us to the rock tunnel, which is a nightmare of its own. Uh, we have to use Flash, which is the worst HM by far. Oh, and that's like the Zubat shit, right? Yeah, and it's all dark. So you have to bring an HM friend. They have to light it up. We go through there. We fight a bunch of Zubats and Geodudes. We end up in Lavender Town. And there's no gym leader in Lavender Town. And it's the haunted one. That's right. Okay, and that's spooky, and I'm going to have... Uh, this, so next week, there'll be a scare warning, and it's probably going to be too scary for a lot of people to listen. Yeah, we're going to have to put a scare warning on that one, for sure. Okay. So if you're prone to peeing your pants easily, or you're pregnant, maybe skip next week's episode, because we're going to breeze through Lavender Town on our way to gym number four in Celadon City, who is Erica? Yeah, Erica. She's the grass one. We will do that for next time. I think is Jim four. What did we decide? Jim four is my last opportunity to use non-water Pokemon. It, that is your last gym battle, but you will have the time when we go south from Lavender Town, which is a bunch of docks and piers where you'll really feel alive. You'll have that opportunity to catch and raise more water Pokemon Okay. By the time we get to Koga, who's in Fuchsia City, which is the fifth gym, you will have to square off with water Pokemon. Okay, well, then I, def then I definitely need that Growlithe. So let's make that happen. Until then, keep training. Make sure to catch everything that you can. And that's very good copyright evasion. Yeah.
that's going to be good for us. They they can't nail us on that one. No, because we're only talking about how you have to catch everything in this episode of the Pokemon-based podcast. Catch all of them, is what I would say. Every single one. Yep. My name is... Gosh, what, what was the names we settled on? Oh, shit. You didn't write that down? My name is Heatraner Greenring. Which is Hitmonchan, I, I imagine. No, Heatran. Heatran. Oh, Heatran. Okay. Heatraner Greenring. And I'm... And your name is... Josh... Joshua... Fielo... Fiel... Tad. Fielotad. Fielotad? Fielotad. Last name's even worse. Well, I know, and that's it's a mess, and if only you had changed your last name when you got married, but you didn't. So <laughs> now we're stuck with this. Missed my chance. This is a Pokemon podcast called Experience Share. This week we took on Lieutenant Surge in S- Ver- Vermilion City. We went on the gross sex cruise, uh, SSAN. We went down into Diglett Cave. Yep. And next week, we are going to be journeying to Celadon City by way of Lavender Town. I'm going to, when I get home, kick everyone except Oberon, Jean-Baptiste, and my HM friend, Philippe, off my team. Wow. And I'm sorry, sorry, Nido, but there's no room for you anymore. I'm really dedicating myself to my art, and my art is <laughs> water-type Pokemon. All right. It's pretty aggressive to kick into it now, but Godspeed. Arceus speed. This is this is the stage of my life I've reached. Do we do, do we have a sign-off? I can't remember. Parodying the gotta catch them all thing, I think roughly. We gotta work on that. You have to catch them all Pokemon. Well, every episode of Experience Share, a podcast that involves Pokemon, but in no way is it endorsed by Game Freak pokemon company or nintendo right and i don't think they ever would endorse us because we talk about pokemon sex too much we swear and we do swearing and we're both drinking it's their fault for putting a lot of sprites in here that look like perverts and we had nothing to do with that well and look so sexy too all right i'm gonna take <laughs> off now you're gonna take off too goodbye goodbye bug trainers goodbye, goodbye bug trainers bug catchers